previously on The Crown. Princess Diana and Prince Charles went to Australia on a mission of goodwill. And while it was supposed to be Charles's breakout moment, the entire nation fell in love with Diana. And even though they seemed to right their wrongs of their relationship, this rift really set them right back to ground zero. So let's see how that plays out. I mean, maybe we will, maybe we won't. This week on the Lords of Grantham podcast. And we're back again with the hereditary principle. Yeah, this is a weird episode of The Crown. This is a a strange episode. (laughs) Very strange episode. Uh, Before we get to that, though, how have you been doing, Dave? I've been doing good, Corey. I got my second dose of my Moderna vaccine last Wednesday, and I want to say didn't get, like brutally affected by the side effects but i had a pretty uh sluggish day after it so you kind of just laid low right you didn't do anything i took the day off work because i knew you know i'd heard stories and i have personal time with covid i didn't take any vacations obviously Mm -hmm. and so i just uh laid low i went out to to go shopping and i was like i came home i felt like an old person like i had to lie down I well, took a two-hour nap. You look healthier already. <laughs> That's good. That's the the virus being afraid of me. So exactly. You know, if you get the chance, don't be afraid to get that vaccine. I got some coworkers who are afraid. Mm-hmm. Get it if you can, when you can. <laughs> Yeah, that's my that's the message of this podcast. Getting it for a while. Uh, <laughs> I am not as essential as you are, Dave. Uh, but to this podcast, I think I'm fifty-fifty with you, maybe forty-five, fifty-five. <laughs> I mean, what would, it, what would it be if it was just one of us? That would be the strangest thing. <laughs> just talking to yourself about the crown or down Abbey. Yeah. Um, but there is a lot of news this week uh, to update our listeners on. Um, mm-hmm. Dave, do you have any pieces of news from the crown and down universe or anything? No, nothing this week. Um, well, some, somebody said down, the down movies can, is moving forward. Was it Hugh? Hugh Bonneville, right? Yeah, I mean, I feel like we hear that every week. It's <laughs> just like reminders, like it's happening. But it, was, it wasn't some <laughs> random character. It was Hugh. Yeah, don't forget about it. But we, you know what other movies moving forward? Paddington 3, starring Hugh Bonneville. That's right, I saw that. <laughs> so psyched for that. It's great movies. Maybe his Jingle Jangle spinoff will happen as well. <laughs> Maybe. We'll the get Hugh, more Hugh. Hugh Bonnesance will be. <laughs> full effect. Uh, they'll spin off Why his character not? from Notting Hill. Sure, let's go. Let's go all in on Hugh. Um Exciting news for Downton Heads who like to watch it on PBS. It is coming back uh, to PBS's uh, streaming app for the next two years, Downton Abbey. So now you can not only access it on, on Peacock, but if you have PBS, you'll be able to stream Downton and, Abbey again. And it's still on Prime, I think. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I haven't checked there, but you have more options than ever. And if you really want to feel at home with Downton Abbey and watch it on PBS, it is streaming there. They did not pay us. They are a nonprofit. I'm just spreading the gospel. So do, you, do they put ads in on the streaming on PBS? Only ones that are paid for by the broadcasting system. So, I mean, maybe ads about a, a mug or something like that, as you know, the DVD hey, box yeah. set or something. We, we lived it. Yeah. Um, and then the final news, which is just 
a touch of realism, not even the TV shows. It's just Prince Phil is in the hospital today. I don't know what will happen by the time this publishes, but it sounds like he's not doing too hot. Um, he's old. He's very old. He's 99. It's like, you got four more months, Phil. You can hit 100, man. Just go for the goal. Just go. <laughs> even if he doesn't actually make it, can they just say he did? I mean... I got a feeling he's he's not gonna he's not down for the count this time. I I, I get the feeling that Elizabeth is probably like you know his boy Mike is waiting for him on the other side. He can't go yet. I don't want him to go yet. Yeah, Mike needs to come back from the dead <laughs> for him to be okay to die. Yeah, I, I have a feeling Phil's gonna be kicking for a long time. I don't know. I hope so. That would be really strange if he kicked the bucket while we had like two episodes left. <laughs> it would be strange because <laughs> I think we've come around to being like. Phil's the best character on the show. <laughs> He's the most fun. Definitely. I mean, at this point, yes. There's no one else who make, delights me in watching these episodes than seeing Phil, honestly. And then who's playing him in the next season? The guy from Babe? Uh, no, uh, Jonathan Price, who looks absolutely nothing at all like Matt Smith or um, the guy playing him right now, <laughs> whose name escapes and me. And who is Jonathan Price? I know the, I'm sure I know who he is. Uh, Brazil. Uh, he's got big eyebrows. He doesn't look anything like the guys. Just know that. <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. Well, we're predicted to get some some snow in the northeast, so I'm gonna dr- crack a brewski over here. A little well, to... Good for you, Dave. I I, I got water and uh, Lacroix because I have two interviews I have to conduct at seven to a.m. tomorrow to nine a.m. So great. Not getting not getting loose here. I'm ready to t- discuss the hereditary principle. <laughs> Well, we get the, uh, is it right in the beginning? Oh, no, it's not in the beginning. I was going to say we get a classic crown trope, but it's not right away. No, it's actually kind of subverts it this episode, which adds to this episode being completely odd and and just different than what we usually see. Um, Margaret is uh, smoking. She's she's listening to music. And then we cut to a mental or correctional facility or something. I don't know what to call it. Award. Um, I think I think this is the '80s, right? Yeah. We would say it's a mental hospital in the '80s. Yeah, and they're watching uh, the Queen on TV, and we have no idea who these folks are or why they're showing this. This, and meanwhile, uh, a, a man comes to meet Margaret, and she's just like saying, "Come here," and then it cuts to the opening credits, and the opening credits pick up immediately from where it left off, which never happens on the show. No, were you caught? Were, were you taken aback by this, Dave? No, not really. I was <laughs> yeah. more taken aback last week by Peter Morgan name checking himself twice. Mm-hmm. I, I was just kind of struck that they just couldn't find a profound moment to, to you know, take off the top of the the show to then leap somewhere else. They were just like, no, 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 we're we're we're, we're kind of <laughs> mailing this one one this one in this episode, so we're just going to pick up where they we left off. They knew they had that that Bowie needle drop they had to get to. Let's dance. <laughs> uh, they they got the budget. Yeah, and uh, not only let's dance; it's appropriate because the the gentleman visiting his name is Dazzle. Dave, were you thrown for a loop by this name? Uh, who is called Dazzle? <laughs> like a drag queen. Yeah, I mean the only thing that kept running through my head, and I don't know about you, Dave, but. I just kept thinking of Austin Powers and Basil, and that's why I just kept hearing in my head every time they said Dazzle and stuff. You know Basil? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wrote Dezel, D-E-Z-Z, and then I had to check on IMDb. So this 
she's with this guy Dazzle mm-hmm. and he kind of tells her right out the gate the episode kind of begins with him saying you know I'm done with this I gotta yeah I have a calling yeah I'm not I'm no longer having fun with you Margaret I'm sorry and she's kind of just left despondent she she literally goes over to her window and watches him get on a bike and pedal away <laughs> and is it immediately that they um they tell you why he's not interested in her yeah yeah, well he he, she she tells to her family that he's found what works for him which is priesthood he's a he wants he's a catholic priest it's we're recording this on ash wednesday too oh really uh nice little old dazzle father dazzle (laughs) yeah um but would you go to father dazzle's church i'd be curious to see what he i definitely would be curious is the right word when you're talking about father dazzle well because we hear, I think it's Elizabeth who says it, that he is allegedly a friend of Dorothy. Hence why, you know, she and Margaret and Dazzle were never going to be a thing. And uh, mm-hmm. according to IMDb trivia, for, friend of Dorothy was some kind of English slang for uh, queer or uh, gay. So yep. Yeah, I got, I got, I gathered that. <laughs> okay. So there's that. So he, he's, uh, he's going to priesthood just to clean himself up altogether, it seems like. Mm-hmm. If you can do that, I don't know. Um and how, how what is. better way to follow up being dumped by a man who is going celibate mm-hmm. than by jumping on the old wagon of the crown and hacking up your own blood? A common British uh, period drama trope of just hacking up blood. We saw it with you way back. We saw it with uh, Prince George. Um, I shouldn't even say he. King I should George. say Robert, Robert Earl Grantham way back. And then, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. King George. And now Margaret. Coughing up blood, so casually. Did we too. see Churchill coughing up, coughing up? No, we just saw him dying. <laughs> it's so yeah. Well, no, he he coughed up blood because we got the whole surgery on him and everything. Oh yeah, but then his death was just sort of old man dying. Yeah, it just happened. But I thought it was funny how they handle it in this episode because it's so matter of fact. Like she's coughing, and Elizabeth notes that she's having a violent cough, and then she coughs up blood, and it's like, oh dear. And yeah, she's like, okay, we, time to go. We already know what's going to happen. I, it reminded me of the, those parties, Dave, we'd have sometimes. And I think we had a, fr- a friend, uh, <laughs> you know, we'd just drink a lot. We'd, ha- we'd have heavy drinking. And then, you know, one of them would start coughing and then just vomit and then be like, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah. <That's, laughs> and, and then that's how I, I mean, feel. at that point in time, what, that's what you do. Exactly. And that's kind of how I feel about Margaret right here. She, like, she coughs up the blood and she kind of pauses for a moment. But it's Elizabeth. She doesn't. She doesn't light a cigarette. No. She's a lot, which is ironic because she's she's so much of the black sheep mm-hmm. that I feel like uh, King King George is is smoking pretty much immediately after <laughs> chain smoking, getting half his lung taken out, and she's like she's kind of despondent. Yeah, and she's she looks at this handkerchief and she's like, huh. This is my own blood. I'm gonna finish breakfast first, and then we'll address this. Um, we we see that she goes in for surgery and it is nowhere near as graphic as George's surgery, which is still stuck with me this entire time. Oh yeah, just throwing a, a lung on a piece of newspaper. They literally show them opening up his throat and cutting and, and everything. Like they show the insides, which is just like the crown has never gotten. Yeah, we that see good. the the little man from Men in Black that's in the head. <laughs> that too. Uh, <laughs> the little... But the crown has never gotten that graphic since then. Uh, no, it hasn't really. Yeah, it was like some lesson learned, and they've never gone back and edited it out. They're just like, leave it in there for the faint of heart, and then we won't go back to that now. Yeah, um, why would we do that? Yeah. 
So hard times for Margaret that get a whole lot tougher because of it's someone's birthday. We also cut back to this sort of the mental hospital. Oh, yeah. We see that again. You see, you know, they're kind of rooting for her. And this is not... um, uh, I work in... I've been working in special needs since Mm -hmm. I was 19, 18. Yeah. So it's very much a common thing for for people with special needs to sort of identify with the sort of big figures in the world. Mm -hmm. So, like, totally makes sense that the royal family is something that these these individuals have invested a vested interest in so yeah i just thought this was going to i thought i thought we were going to get margaret rehabilitating in a mental hospital yeah i I was so confused as to where this was going it's like why did they keep showing us this uh Mm -hmm. it it just has no connection to anything we, we saw before and we soon learn what it is but before we do get there before we get to the mental institution uh it is the birthday of good old prince eddie the runt of the litter the runt yeah he looks like 21, one. baby. You look at him. He looks like he's got the, that grin where it's just like, yeah, you're a runt. You're asking to be asking to be, uh, you know, bullied as we, we heard. <laughs> and then the guy who, who turned into a narc at his school. Yep. Um, but we know we know he he drank his his glass for sure. <laughs> he is part of the Yellow River Boys. Absolutely. Um, during this birthday, Margaret tells uh the queen, though, that, you know, she doesn't have a life without cigarettes. She, she feels like it's a little bit empty. <laughs> so she should finally focus on her position as a royal. She's sitting there looking like, uh, what's his name in, in Mad Max? Immortan Joe. She's just sitting <laughs> slumped in the corner with a mask on. Oh, the <laughs> bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Or, 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 uh, or Saul Guerrero from Rogue One, if we want to. <laughs> Go or down that road. what's his name from um, from Breaking Bad? Uh, who, who gets uh, blown up? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We know people who who watch. Ding, know. ding, ding, ding. That guy. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, though, she, yeah, she's ready to to focus on the work, which, you know, it made me think. You know, for someone who was so they showed being wanting to be more active in, in her duties and getting denied that, you, you'd think that she would have kept up some level of you know interest or anything but here it's suggesting that like no that whole episode was just an episode and she's kind of just been resigned to just living her free life <laughs> well this we're also kind of jumping over the fact that there's a moment in this scene where they there's a they talk about elizabeth and margaret talking about having children at the same time mm-hmm. and it's like oh yeah remember this when when i was with him and you were with your and and she goes something like something somehow it turns into tony yeah and she says, oh, you know, it was miserable. We were miserable. And it's like, you're not going to take a second to reflect on the fact that your child doesn't hear with you right now? <laughs> or the fact that you're both bad parents? You're going to just talk about your, your awful ex-husband, who we know is awful. Yeah. It, nope, it, not going to do that, though. <laughs> it is quite funny, though. That, yeah, I, I mean, you assume in, in real life she had some relationship with her kids, but here they just make it seem like, nah, that, that wasn't much of a factor for Margaret. She was just living her own life. Um, yeah, she's totally cool. She's like, yeah, you know, this could have been a moment. Like, I almost died. Let me reconnect with my kids. It's like, no, I almost died. Let me do this job that my sister hasn't let me do for my entire life. Yeah. I only, also only just connected that, you know, between Tony and Dazzle, she does like to go for men who swing the other way. So, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, Margaret, you, maybe maybe get one that's, like, dedicated to your team. Maybe. Maybe that's wrong to say. I don't know. But maybe it would have helped her. <laughs> 
Maybe have a friend pick them out for you yeah. instead of doing it by yourself. Yeah. Uh, anyways, though, tough times for, for Margaret. Um, but as we soon see in the next scene, uh, Tracheris, who she refers to as Lurch, has some more news for her. Yep. Now that uh, now that the runt is twenty one, mm-hmm. Margaret's got to take us. She can't walk in at the right same place. She's she she has lost her job. She has less responsibility. Yeah, because the Regency Act that was signed in I think the forties, I said, uh, royals can be deputized, but they can only have six at a time, which means that he makes six, and she has to see her way out because he takes uh, priority in terms of that with the crown. Which is absurd when you look at him in terms of his age. He looks like a runt. Why should she have to relearn the the role to this guy? I mean, have you looked up pictures of Prince Edward today? No. He still looks like a runt. He still looks like a doofus. (laughs) Better than his older brother. (laughs) That is true. At the very least, he's better than his his oldest brother. I didn't say oldest. I said older. Older, rather. Yeah. Apologies there to to Prince uh, (laughs) Charles. (laughs) Um, So... Now uh, she has to fill her life with something else. So where do we return to? Back to her her bungalow. Uh, I don't know where. Yeah, with her friends that I forget their name. Back to Margaritaville. She's going to. <laughs> she's going back. Yeah, she's getting some salt in her salt shaker and living the high life. But she's not there alone for long because it's kind of surprising. We, we see Prince Charles show up. Which I did not yeah. expect to happen. Yeah, it's like in Return of the Jedi when you see the movie. Doesn't does the movie begin with like Darth Vader showing up to the Death Star, and yeah. then like one scene later the Emperor shows up, and you're like, oh man, like all the people are like, can't we just live at our at our house? Man? Yeah, can't we just do it? You know, do our job without you know someone coming in to lord over us. But it's funny; it just makes you think. Like, was Prince Charles jet setting around the world on his own? <laughs> you know, just having to fulfill his duties or what? Uh. It, but we see he's there for a reason, though. Yeah, yeah. He, he, well, he's imagine, imagine if your family was like, "Look, you got to go talk to your aunt who's in Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. You got to have one conversation with her, and you can't do it over the phone. We're gonna fly you down." Yeah, I'd be like, "Okay, and it's, <laughs> sign and, me up." Yeah, but you think like, do you think Margaret wants to see Charles? She's already, you know, resentful of Diana getting all the charity work that she would have uh, would have done, you know. <laughs> I don't. I, well, I feel like she knows Charles is, is resents Diana. I think that she kind of wants to be a voice of good in Charles's life. At least mm-hmm. that's the the impression that I got. And the every time that their their bad relationship has been brought up. Sure. Well, he relays the news that Diana is pregnant again. She's not even in this episode. I don't think we even see. Oh, we do see her briefly. I think in one. We scene. see her in the end. Yeah. Or we see her at the birthday party yeah. for Edward. She's barely there. Um. But we hear that she is in a, a deeper gloom than ever with her second child, with Harry. Mm-hmm. And then we get the greatest uh, trope in, in writing when he goes, well, I've been seeing somebody. Mm-hmm. And, and Margaret goes, oh, we all know about that. We all know about Camilla. And he says, no, a professional. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. He, he recommends a, a, a therapist for her, like Diana has been seeing. Yeah, and she says, a head shrinker? He says, uh, yeah, duh. No, he says that's 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 not what they're referred to. It's actually like him 
who who knew he would be the one for political correctness there to, to tell her like no you don't say that word anymore we don't call them that well this is such an interesting there's such an interesting tonal shift here because margaret is like and i think maybe this is a totally not so um subtle maneuver by peter morgan mm-hmm. to set the tone like this where margaret does call a uh, shrink a head shrinker or mm-hmm. a uh, therapist a head shrinker yeah and then we, we pretty much immediately cut to Margaret in or going to therapy. Yeah. And, you know, she shares that she's, uh, you know, she's not an open book. She, she's kind of a suspect of, of this whole thing. So it's not easy for her to open up. And, you know, she says she's been in a slump uh, for a while. Uh, and the therapist asks her if she knows of anyone else in her family that has mental issues. And, she says, well, the Prince of Wales, but that's because he's married. <laughs> uh, she says, everybody, let me go down the list. We got one of them is on Epstein's plane. <laughs> one of them drank a, a, a bottle of pee. Look, in the 80s, they're doing okay. They're doing okay for the most part. You drank the pee. He did drink pee. That doesn't make him depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would ask. Yeah, I know. But well, he has If we ever get an interview with, with Prince Andrew. <laughs> Prince Edward. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to meet Prince Andrew. No, we if we ever meet one. Prince Edward. Yeah. Then that's what I'll ask him. Yeah, but the the therapist throws her for a loop when she asks if she's aware of her her cousins uh, being locked away in mental inst- mental institutions, which is definitely not uh, uh, that's not HIPAA approved. No, you sh- you're not supposed to share that information, and I'm sure that's <laughs> not how it was sh- shared. I, I I I don't think that is historically accurate, but uh, that invokes a huh reaction from from Margaret. <laughs> Cause she doesn't. And then we go to her like, they look through this book, mm-hmm. and it says that they're dead. Yeah, it was almost like this like thing out of a uh, I don't know like you're watching like the Mummy uh, from the late '90s movie or something where they got to go like f- fetch the historical book to to find this information. Um, because yeah, mm-hmm. Margaret consults Elizabeth if she's heard anything, and uh, she doesn't know anything about that really, you know. And yeah, and they I mean they open up this book and it they're deceased according to this tale. Yeah, Nerissa and Catherine in 1940 and 1941. Uh but that that, that can't be that it's, it's they're actually very much alive though. And who do who do we get to come out to to go I, check on them? I, I do want to say though before we go, I did like the interaction between Elizabeth and um Margaret where Margaret rings Elizabeth's bell. And Elizabeth's like, hey, no, that's my bell. Uh, when they're sitting there uh, having lunch. Mm-hmm. It's a nice sisterly moment. I really appreciated that they put in there. Uh, but Dazzle. The Dazzle. Razzle. Dazzle. Basil. He's back. Yeah, he, he was going to London for a few in days. His, in his, he got his collar on already. Yeah, he has He's converted. He's been in the seminary <laughs> for like a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, who knew? He, he got on his bicycle and just pedaled straight to uh, the church and was like, bless me, Father. Let's go. Um, mm-hmm. He can't drive, though. Neither can Margaret. No, she is driving all over the road uh, to get them to this facility where they believe these cousins are at. Mm-hmm. And she sends Dazzle in to do the dirty work. Yep, and there they are. They're <laughs> there, it. they're real, they're alive. Yeah, they're alive, ma'am. And he describes them as, as children who know who they are, have pictures of the whole family, and know them as family. Um, but you know, it's not—they're not all there exactly. 
Yeah, I mean, and he says, who knows what their diagnosis would be today? But yeah. they would be, they would probably be in a lot more of a humane home. Right. Well, one of them lived to 2014. It said there at the end of the episode. So mm-hmm. maybe we have a better idea where they were. But he, he says there there was more of them in there. Almost like it was like a bunch of like a bunch of gremlins just you know everywhere. Who knew? They're, they thought there was only two. There's a there's dozens. You don't feed them after midnight. Uh, and that makes Margaret go like, wait, what? There's a conspiracy going on here or something. This is bizarre. Yeah, we get a mystery. She puts on her her little Sherlock Holmes hat, mm-hmm. and she says, "Let's go straight to the source." Yeah, except she leaves Dazzle behind because <laughs> she doesn't need him for that part of the mystery. Yep, yep, yeah. We don't need Dazzle anymore. But I love how the show relies on our knowledge of it because we just see that castle and we know from that one episode in season one where she's going. Oh, she goes. Queen Mama. She does like a, a burnout straight up and par- parks the car right in the front, pulls the e-brake up. Mm-hmm. And she, she said, Mom, we're taking a walk. Yeah, she's hosting a party. I don't even know what's going on there. I thought she was like alone, just living her best life out there, but she's clearly cultivated she's a following. Friends. She spent 500 bucks on that castle. <laughs> you know, she's she's getting it. She's getting the best, the best deal out of that. That's the best return on an investment in history. Do you think she's still the seeing castle? the guy who sold her that place? No, he's dead. He's been dead. Oh, man. <laughs> he was he was like 20 years older than the last actress who played who cares? Queen Mother. Time's relative on the show. Well, <laughs> yeah, just in the kayfabe, he's he's younger now. I guess well, yeah, that's like how is still there. Why not? Um, so they go for a walk on the beach, which I don't know about you, Dave. I was completely distracted by the blue... Uh, windbreaker that uh, Queen Mama was wearing. She was just wearing this huge blue coat that was just like... It's the 80s. Yeah, I don't know. It was just very distracting to me. It was, it was not a fashionable look compared to a lot of what we've been seeing this season. Well, I feel like in this this Scotland home, it's very much function and not fashion. Yeah. Yeah, less fuss. Uh, but yes, Margaret confronts her and what is her, what is her explanation for why she has kept this from her. The abdication. So, uh, <laughs> old Uncle Dave is the reason that these special needs family members have been denied. But is their... it really though? I mean, we know it's it's not, but it seems as though it seems like the hustle and bustle of the abdication allowed for them to sort of sweep the issue under the rug. It just feels like excuses, and I feel like that's kind of how they... Oh, I mean, it is. Yeah, and they they play it that way, because Margaret's just like, oh, come on, <laughs> you know? Because... I, I mean, it shows you how inhuman these people are. They're, oh, absolutely. they're selfish and, and awful. Because they... She call, Margaret says it's complicated, wicked, and cruel. Yeah, I mean, they take it from the beach, and they go back to the, the castle, and the Queen Mama's trying to explain to her... One family already, it's so hard to justify, you know, having that birthright that leads to the crown. You throw in mental illness and it's all over for us. It makes it look like, you know, we're a tainted family, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which is such backwards, you know, logic. It just makes you, yeah, I understand your old school logic of like, we got to be perfect, but also like that's just people know today. It's not that simple. (laughs) No, no. Uh, But yeah, we, we learned that, you know, was it she says like there's enough examples on the Windsor side alone that makes people wary of them you know imagine if it was our family and i i i I had to look it up to try and follow you know who exactly the family members were to them 
it, mm-hmm. so Catherine and Nerissa, they were the daughters of the queen mother's older brother, uh, John Jock, uh, Bo's lion. So literally her brother's children, <laughs> she has put away. Yeah. That is her nieces. Terrible. And that is not, has, does not have anything to do with abdication. Clearly. <laughs> Cause abdication has nothing to do with them. Really? You're just, well, I mean, what she's saying is that if it wasn't for, if, if, the abdication never happened. She would never be the queen, mm-hmm. so her bloodline would be irrelevant. Hmm. So that she would never touch that, you know, she, her, her, she would never be the queen. Yeah. Her children's bloodline would never be brought into question. But because of the abdication, now her bloodline has all eyes on it, and that's why they did it. That's a bunch of Still bad. Words. Yeah. <laughs> but then we find out pretty soon thereafter that the genetic defect is not from their family it's from mm-hmm. the the mother the one who yeah. married Into so the, the queen mother's aunt yeah or sister yeah aunt, aunt. sister-in-law sister-in-law yeah mm-hmm. but uh yeah the recessive gene and so yeah they just pretty much buried this the whole time which is crazy crazy to think that you had these people just there and they just never told them about that Mm -hmm. um and that is pretty much the end of that storyline right i mean what we're left is left with is how it impacts uh, margaret you know and i think following that scene with her queen mother uh when she tells what they did you know says that it was unforgivable um margaret tells her we, we hear that she has been prescribed medication, psychotherapy, increased exercise, and to give up alcohol <laughs> to get herself straight. And we'll see about that. Yeah. Uh, and who's Didn't she there? go back to Margaritaville at the end of the episode? Well, no, Dazzle is talking to her about this. Mm-hmm. How, oh, Dazzle wants her to convert. Yeah, because you know, the lights went dark and he found happiness. He found ecstasy. Uh, the emptiness is gone. Now, apparently this aligns with actual stories of uh, Margaret considering uh, switching to Catholicism. That, that, that's what they're trying to, to play up here. But she doesn't go for it. She can't go for that. Good. Good. What? Don't. <laughs> but why doesn't she go for it, Dave? Her, the family. She goes for the thing that has screwed her over time after time, the royal family. <laughs> And not all, not every time, because the, the queen did stand by her for a divorce. Yeah, but but it, 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 I mean, it, it really kind of goes back to she could have given up her title if she had gone after Peter. Uh, she had she could have given up her title here to try and you know maybe pursue this Catholicism or whatever. But she's just she wants to be in the picture. She wants to be in the circle, so she says, uh, or the center. She wants to be a good sister. Yeah, she is in the center. Yeah. That's how According she sees her. herself. She's flexing on Dazzle. Yeah. And she asks him to pray for her. Uh, he says he will. He's like, oh, I do, baby. <laughs> does he, though? I don't know. Of course he does. He's a priest. Priests pray, pray for everybody they know. That's fair. They got- if you met a priest on the street and he knew your name, he'd pray for you. Yeah. Apparently they stayed friends for the next 10 years of his life, and then he passed away, I guess. Uh but yeah, she spends the rest of the episode just getting drunk and uh, dancing around in her backyard, and then just reflecting and in, uh, into the reflecting pool. 
Yeah. But yeah, we we do get the title card then revealing that they were discovered, uh, or well, no, that they lived long lives, or at least one of them did. One died in '86, and then the other one lived to 2014. Hmm. Uh, now, did you think there would be some kind of postscript that said that Margaret made a generous donation to this group home or move? They they, they go back to Margaritaville, mm-hmm. and I I'm thinking in my head. Is she going to turn this into a resort for individuals with special needs? Yeah. Are we going to have some kind of act of goodwill? <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I felt like the episode was heading in that direction the whole time. Like she was going to become involved with the, the center and some yeah, form an of charity work. Yeah, for that. Yeah. They really lean heavy. No, she just scolds her mother and that's it. Feels bad for herself. And then, you know, she probably has kids running around somewhere <laughs> or they're adults now. Oh, she, well, yeah, they're adults. She probably has grandkids running around somewhere. Yeah. But... It really, I mean, it made me think, too, like, you know, how much she wants to stay with the royal family, no matter how wrong they did her. It, it makes you reflect on that with just seeing how last year Prince Harry and Meghan gave up their titles, you know? They, they were like, mm-hmm. you know what, we're breaking with tradition. We don't want to be part of this. We're going to live our own lives. And how big of a deal that was. And I don't think it, it really landed on me how big of a deal it was. But when you see it in this context where, like, you're pretty much almost, like, walking out on your family in some regard, how big of a deal that actually is. <laughs> Well, he's not in line to be the king. It's what Harry's gonna, William's gonna be the king. Well, yeah, but if something were to happen to William, Harry would be the next in line. Similar to how I think Margaret, well, before, before uh, Charles, he would have been the next in line. You know, continuity mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's a big thing for him to just be like, I'm done with it. You know, like I, 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 I well, good, good for them. Yeah, but it's like, man, it's wh- all good. Why? It, maybe it speaks to the age that we have today, or is like, man, Prince Harry is just a lot more like eager to be like. Or not eager, just stronger, stronger resolve to be like, I'm out of here. Whereas Margaret's like, this is the only thing that has anything for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, first Princess Margaret episode of the season. I heard it's the only one that we get on her. That and, makes sense. Yeah, I can see how this is like submitted to the award shows for the Helen Bottom Carter nomination. She's great in this episode. She is very good, though. Like I said, it doesn't give you the ending that you want. In any way. It's a very unsatisfying ending. I mean, it's not the ending we want, but it's the ending that I think fits. It, it, it seems appropriate for her. Okay. Okay. But uh, she is, uh, she earns, she's great in this episode. I think in a way that we haven't seen Helen Bonham Carter use this the, the, on the show yet. You know, she's kind of always, I don't know, they've had dramatic moments with her, but she really goes for it in this episode, I feel like. Yeah, but you, you see the character with her vices removed. Mm-hmm trying to move forward because i feel like even even the last one with roddy the one the the finale of season three right or the second yeah Yeah. we see it sort of begins with her in a messy uh bedroom or that's the one when she divorces tony like she's presented as sort of a mess so Mm -hmm. this is sort of her first swing at the world without any substances in her system or any tobacco yeah uh, and she's still a bit of a mess. Um, mm-hmm. Was this a good episode? I thought it was oddly paced. It was. A sh- it was one, I think it's one of the shortest ones of the season. It was like fifty minutes. It was fifty minutes. Goodness, I was. I was very pleased with that. Yeah, it went by, and yeah, just an odd episode. I don't know if it was good or bad. It was just an, an just a odd one. I, I don't know. A, <laughs> a good commentary on where Margaret's at, and you know, a reflection of things. But it was just like, huh? Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and exactly. That's about it. Just in terms of the fact check, there's a lot of timeline playing around here. Harry was born in 84 because he says Diana was, was, was pregnant. He, Harry was already born in 84. 
the lung removal and Edward's stuff happened in 85 after that. And then mm-hmm. Nerissa and Catherine were discovered in 87. So two years after that. So they played very fast and loose with when things happened here. Sure. Shocker. Well, I mean, what yeah. is time to a Royal? Yeah, exactly. Just waiting around forever. Um, we got power rankings though. We do. You didn't take the week off? No, no, I did not. <laughs> no weeks off. Who do you got going down? Then? Number three, I got Queen Mama. I do not like her at all. The more they show of her, okay, she seems like a different person entirely from the first season. Or maybe she's closer in line w- with what's going on in the world. Here, any more when we see her, she is giving the wrong advice every time and increasingly removed from where people need her to be. Now, do you think it's the the choice of actress too? Because she definitely seems much more like a every woman. Yeah. Whereas the first two seasons, she did act very regal. In the first two seasons, I felt like she was almost like a wallflower. And this this season and a little bit last one, she seems boisterous on some level, which is like a yeah, she seems shift. like a gossip too. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know if that yeah actorly choice or what exactly. Yeah, let's. Uh, well, I got I got old Dazzle at number three. Okay. Basil, Dazzle, Dazzle. Okay, the Dazzler because he. He's now a puppet of Princess Margaret after dumping her. He thinks he's taking the high ground. Okay. He's going, I'm going to leave her. I'm going to become a priest. Mm -hmm. And then she says, look, come back. I need you to do this for me. And he says, okay. And then at the end of the episode, he's like, convert, please. Clearly you want to. And she goes, no, I'm good. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Doesn't, doesn't, uh, he kind of gets the short end of the stick there at the end. Uh, Oh, yeah. Well, number two, I got Margaret. (laughs) She is, uh, in the dumps for this episode. And really, I mean, as much as they try and give her guidance to get herself out of it, she cannot get out of her own way. She is down, down, down. And I mean, if this is the last we really get of Helen Bonham Carter in the show, it's like, man, I wish we could have gotten even more with you. I think we got three episodes total mostly. <laughs> yeah. And she's, a, and then a bunch of backgrounds, a couple of scene stealing moments. She's in great. Episode, in all those scene stealing moments is like, man, I wish we could have gotten more with her. I wish she, she wasn't so depressed all the time. <laughs> But so that's history, I guess. Yeah. Well, I got Queen Queen Mama at number two. Okay. For the same reason, she's 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 repugnant. She's an awful human being. Trash. Total trash. And there's not even a sense of remorse. It's not even mm-hmm. like Margaret says, "Hey, you know, like I found this out. Maybe we should rectify the situation." It's no. It's she doubles down. You know, I don't even yeah. want to. It's see like that. we had to do this. And it's like, I mean, you just think about it. Like, how would England have reacted? To, well, they a I mean, if they just didn't do it, I don't think I don't know if the England would have. I don't know how they would have reacted, honestly. Like, I hope awful. I hope England did some things. I hope there was a, a someone graffitied on the wall or something. I don't know. It's awful. That's I don't terrible. know. It, it seems like it was so after it's, the fact when it came out in the eighties. It just wasn't. I mean, it, it was it was received, but. It, you know, it hasn't, it hasn't shifted anything. They're still there. The royals are still there. It didn't matter that they buried I mean, this. Yeah, they're not going to, what, are you going to vote them out? You can't yeah. do that. Yeah. It's not as bad as, uh, what's his name being a Nazi, you know, so. That's true. Uh, it's bad, though. It's really oh, yeah, it's absolutely bad. No, no question. But uh, wasn't the thing that was going to ruin them is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. But anyways, number one going down is the royal nieces and nephews who got locked away and were hidden from society for so long. That is just yeah, hard to come it's back Yeah, I agree. I got them at my number one as well. Yeah. That's tough. Well, anyways, who's going up for you, Dave? I got the runt at number three. He's he, he's number six. I got the runt as well. <laughs> just like, well, good for you. You, you, you turned 21 and then you got this, uh, you got this new job. <laughs> good for you. Cool. Yeah, it's what he wanted, you know, a couple episodes ago. Well, who's number two for you? 
I got Charles at number two. Really? Because there are not many characters in this episode. Mm-hmm. And I think that Charles is admittedly struggling. Yeah. And that is that is almost a good thing to say that out loud on this show. Because <laughs> Prince Phil never said he was struggling. Yeah. Charles admits he's struggling mm-hmm. and admits he's getting help. We know it's not the the help that that saves him, yeah. but it's help. Some he's emotional trying. honesty, sure. Yeah, yeah. And he's we see that he's he really likes Margaritaville. <laughs> well, who like, wouldn't? <laughs> well, I mean, when Margaret's like it used to be a lot cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when that Roddy boy was around. Uh, well, part of the reason uh, that yeah he's acknowledging that, and who I have at number two is psychiatrist Penelope. She's doing so great with Diana that he's showing up to recommend her to Margaret. And he helps. Is it the same person? Do we know yeah. it's the same therapist? I'm pretty sure, or at least he's. Well, either way, th- psychotherapy at least is number two. It, it's helping the, the royal family out. <laughs> the concept. Yeah, the, the 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 people in those jobs doing it because I'm sure they got a whole lot of traumas to address. So, at least they've had Margaret have some kind of reckoning with herself, you know. And even if it isn't mm-hmm. left resolved at the end of this episode, so good on them for that. And hopefully they help Diana out a little bit. Well, you got her on the negative. I got Margaret all the way up. She's all the way up. Tell me why. Because she's been stripped of her vices. Mm-hmm. And she does something positive. And it's not as positive as we want it to be. But, you know, we see her dad dies from smoking. Yeah. And instead of saying, F it, I'm going to keep smoking, she stops. Yeah. She's... She makes a lot of positive life changes in this episode. So, baby steps. Yeah. Yeah. And she she turns a priest away. Yeah. Well, you had him on the bottom, but all the way up for me is Dazzle. The boy is number one this week. I had no idea who he was. When this episode opened, I was like, who the hell is this guy? Why are they introducing him to us now? I don't like this guy. Uh, the guy finds uh, he finds ecstasy. He 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 fills the hole in his life with priesthood. He that's all he, he needs. Is as happy as can be compared to everyone else in this episode. By the end of it, so congratulations to him to finding what he. I don't needed. know. He doesn't seem happy. I don't know. He seems genuine when he's telling uh, Margaret, like, "You should try this. It's great." <laughs> I feel like this episode has multiple, or this show has multiple episodes where they try to like make clergymen like. <laughs> Reasonable people. Yeah. Does he, Peter Morgan, does he have some kind of problem with the clergy? I don't know. Uh, is it the royals that have a problem with the clergy? Or, like, you know, they're supposed to be representative or touched by God, right? That, that's the crown, so. Yeah, so they they transcend the clergy. Yeah. but And that's maybe what Peter Morgan's trying to do is, like, it's not that bad, people. There's a reason why they're touched by God. These are good people. Yeah, maybe Peter Morgan's like, I miss my calling. Yeah, I should have been one. Who knew? Should have been a priest. Good for, good for Dazzle. <laughs> what a name. Do you think that was his actual name? They wouldn't fake the name Dazzle. You think? Father, Yeah, Father Dazzle. Dazzle Jennings. Uh Derek Dazzle Jennings. That was, okay, so that his full name. It wasn't. He wasn't just his born Dazzle. His middle name is Dazzle? Dazzle? What's that? His middle name is Dazzle? I mean, that's his, his nickname, essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah, the gay, the gay priest friend of Princess Margaret. That is oh, so then, yes, that explains all of it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what an episode. We have three more left, uh, so 
Yeah, and then we're we're done For now with it. Yeah, I'm kind I kind of like enjoying that these episodes aren't the full hour and it just ble- breezes by. It makes me fear us taking on another show where the episodes are full hours. And it's like, oh man, because we're doing Game of Thrones next. No, oh, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> I don't think there's anyone who wants to hear us do that. Um, but yeah, so we're not watching Game of Thrones. But what else are we watching right now, Dave? What have you been tuning into? Um this this week, not much. I, I've been like. I'm continuing my Blu-ray purge, mm-hmm. and I only watched two movies this week from there. Yeah. So I watched Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. And I watched the 2000, the original X-Men. That's on Disney. Both those are on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> That's why I wanted to see, like, do I need to... Is this like a... I want it in the... Because it always looks better on the Blu-ray. Yeah, absolutely. So I was like, is this something that I need? X-Men? No. Wreck-It Ralph? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so keep one, th- toss one. I feel like X Men. We I, I saw enough times when it came out. Like it was like the first DVD my family bought. Like I'm good at, with that. Like I watched it recently actually on Disney Plus, and I was just surprised at how much I remembered about that movie. Oh man, I remember sounds. I remembered lines. Yeah. Like so much of that movie is like sen- it's, it's almost episode one level sense memory with X Men. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, does it hold up? What though? about you? Are you watching anything? What? What did you does say? Does it hold up? It's it's not even two hours. Yeah, it's, it holds up. It's not great because it, you realize like a lot of future comic book movies play with the absurdity mm-hmm. of the world, whereas you have Sir Ian McKellen going talking about like, well, t- Sabretooth over here <laughs> is this man, and Toad is this. Yeah. I, I feel whereas like- I feel like we don't even get. You know, they say what they don't even name the Hulk yeah. in the movie because they know how absurd it is. Yeah, that's true. I, I feel like. X-Men is an okay movie, but the first 15 minutes are great. Like, they really set up a better movie than what you get between Auschwitz and seeing Magneto as a child to... Uh, and the, the Senate intro- hearing? The Senate hearing, but the, like, the introduction of uh, Psylocke, you know, or not Psylocke, um, Rogue, and, like, how disturbing that scene is where she's, just, like, discovering her powers. And then the introduction of Hugh Jackman as, as Wolverine is perfect. Oh, it's iconic. It's oh, iconic. Yeah. Does it hurt when those things come out? Every time. That's that's the character right there. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but then you see like it's just very silly. yeah. It goes like, you, all over. From you there. forget how since it has become such a part of our world, mm-hmm. and X Men is definitely the first modern superhero movie. It's, it's people Blade say before that. People say Blade is X Men. X Men is the it's the one. Yeah, for kids at least. And, yeah, <laughs> and like some of it is just so silly and campy. Yeah. For sure, but there, <laughs> Professor but, X is like, oh, this is a storm. Mm-hmm. She's a high school teacher. She <laughs> teaches history. Yeah, who, who knew? Who knew it would lead to all these movies we got? Uh, but silly and campy. I finished Cobra Kai finally after a month uh, mm-hmm. plus of watching it. I can finally say it, I've completed the first three seasons. Love it. Still, still think it's great. Uh, went back watched Karate Kid movies and everything. It was good. I didn't even mention it to you, Dave. But in the second season, they have the guy who played Richard Jewell in it. For the second season, for some reason, he's just in it, <laughs> and not the rest of the show. I watched this uh, Key and Peele sketch that he's just an extra in. Yeah, from the 2019 movie. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Um, but in terms of that, the only other thing I really watched was, uh, well, I watched To All the Boys Three on on Netflix. I was so excited because I, I watched the first movie a couple of years ago, loved it. Watched the sequel last year, did not like it much. This year it was mm. it was my Valentine's Day plan. I, I I got me a burrito from Chipotle. I got me a box of Russell Stover chocolates, 
and just sat there as a shell of a man and watched this movie. <laughs> it was great. Okay. Yeah. And what's the gimmick of this movie, that there's three of them? Uh, you know, just the back and forth of a relationship. The, the the third one is about them going to college and then how relationships get on the rocks when they're going to different schools and how you try to navigate that whole thing. Okay. <laughs> Recommend it to the, to the target audience out there. It's great. Well, if, you got, if you're watching The Crown, you got Netflix. Watch To All the Boys 1 and then skip 2 and watch 3. Honestly, you could. You, you, there's nothing really in the second one aside from one little tidbit that you, you don't have to catch, so... Yeah, I mean, I've been watching a lot of hol- like a lot of the, the the Oscar movies and stuff. I watched Judas and the Black Messiah. It was great. <laughs> Better uh, than the Rami Malek Denzel movie? Uh, that was not a good movie. That was not a good movie at all. I <laughs> uh, cannot recommend that one. So, anyways, it's just some of, some of the stuff we've been watching. Aside got from that, three more episodes of The Crown to watch. Yeah, and we just want to send our, our, our blessings and prayers up to Prince uh, Phil to hang in there. Try your hardest, man. He lives. Keep, he's keep a reptile. Going. He's, he's keep punching. He's cold blooded. He'll be fine. The world is a tough yeah, place. It's not about how hard you, you down. Get, Phil. Just keep going. <laughs> it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. And keep going. Exactly. <laughs> what if Prince Philip watched like that Rocky scene? He's like, oh, "I got to keep going." <laughs> Yeah, he just it's watches. About how hard you get. <laughs> yeah, I, Prince Phil's just walking, watching Rocky inspirational speeches to keep going in life at 99. I would. <laughs> He's on it. YouTube on his phone. Yeah. Um, so anyways, um, you you wonder just today, too, what does Phil and Elizabeth's relationship look like exactly? Like, are they still, like, is he still Randy for her or what? You know, I just, I'm just No, curious. he's 100. <laughs> He's not Randy anything. He probably doesn't know who he is. Just based on this Phil character we see on the show, it's entirely conceivable that he's just living that gimmick. No, it's to, not. To, it's I not. Don't know. Okay. I mean, if it's a All gimmick, right. maybe. But have you have you seen Prince Phil in the past couple of years? He always has a grin on his face. Like he's always just been up to something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he doesn't know where he is. <laughs> Come on, man. He's, he's got his old. facilities about him. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Anyways. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, Lords of Grantham. Gmail, Lords Grantham at gmail.com. We have a Patreon where we're doing Pride and Prejudice. Yep. We're covering it. Yep. And you can leave us ratings and reviews on iTunes. Yeah. And we got our merch on T Public pinned tweet mm-hmm. on our Twitter to make it easier to find. It's all still yeah. there. And that's so pretty that's much it. it. Yeah. So enjoy your week S- and sleep well. Put sleep your, well, put Prince your, Phil. Yeah, put your positive thoughts out there for him. 